This is Dave, and I'm here with Ethan and special guest Lori McMillan, and together we are Dave and Ethan's 2008 Weird Al podcast, ridiculously self-indulgent bonus episode 49 centimeter. On this not-so-spoilerific bonus episode, Lori reviews the February 27th show in Copenhagen, Denmark at Dier Concerthusa from Weird Al's 2023 The Unfortunate Return of the Ridiculously Self-Indulgent Ill-Advised Vanity Tour. It's Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al Podcast. It's a podcast about Weird Al. It's Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al Podcast. Seriously, the whole podcast is about Weird Al. Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al Podcast. You don't have to listen, but we're glad you are. Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al Podcast. All right, well, this is a real treat because... Neither Ethan or myself were at this concert in Denmark. However, our good friend and past guest of the podcast, Lori McMillan, was at the show. And we thought it would be a really great treat to have our special guest come in and tell us all about what it's like to see a show, a Weird Al concert, overseas. Welcome back to the podcast, Lori. How have you been? I have been fine. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, Ethan. We're so excited to hear all about this, and I believe this marks the first ever bonus episode where neither Dave or I were at the uh, the concert that we're reviewing. <laughs> I will try to do my best. <laughs> You'll be great. You'll be great. Um, we'll, we'll, of course, uh, ask you all the uh, inane, weird details that we like to look for when we're, we're at concerts, and um, of course, we're going to... Uh, try, we're going to have to guess what Dave's pick of the night would be, even though I wasn't there. <laughs> and Lori, of course, you're you're welcome to join in on the festivities and uh, try and guess. I have what... a pick of the night. Yes, oh, I do. do. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, and so does my husband, Mike. So if you wanted to do that, we oh. both have our pick of the nights. Oh, wonderful. Our pick of awesome. the night. All right. Well, here. Yeah, we'll save those for the end of the concert. Don't don't let us know. No, 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 no. No spoilers. Uh, <laughs> and I, I will point out that, right. uh, Dave, you and I, we don't know anything about this concert. We know that right. it happened. Uh, we don't know what songs were played. Um, we can guess nope. probably what songs weren't played, and that would be songs that were not featured on the tour. But uh, <laughs> outside of that, we really <laughs> don't know. So this is all brand new to us, and we're going to be reacting in real time as we hear about it. I'm excited. I, I, I'm really excited. I've never actually had to review a concert that I've never been, that neither you of I have ever been to, Ethan, <laughs> and we've never had to do one overseas. I guess unless you count the uh, Pacific Ocean as overseas, we'll have to do one when we go to Hawaii. Right. I guess that'll be our overseas. <laughs> but but no, this isn't a totally different country. This isn't a totally different continent. This is exciting. And I, I think now is the time to to let our listeners know we will be doing this entire review in Danish. So uh, get your <laughs> auto translators ready uh, as we struggle through. No, uh, we won't. We, the only thing we'll say is D Air Concertusa. What is D Air? Is it? It's spelled D R space. Yeah, tell us everything, Lori. Yeah, I believe it stands for Danish Royal Concert Hall. Okay. But we call it ah, Dr. Concert okay. Hall. Because that's what it looks like, Dr. Concert Hall. It's like, uh, it could be yeah, a it's... They Might Be Giant song. They call me Dr. Concert Hall. 
<laughs> That's right. <laughs> wow. Okay. So I, I guess you got to tell us, Lori. Well, before okay, before we get into the review, let's oh. just refresh people. Um, you know, we've had you on the podcast a couple times now. Uh, you have been in multiple Weird Al projects, music videos. Um, you at one point. Uh, we're in a relationship with Weird Al, you're friends with him, uh, so that you've got a rich history, but you're also a major Weird Al fan, of course. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. And um, if people are looking for those podcasts, they're under Ludacris Lori, and That's that right. was my Dr. Demento name, right. Ludacris Lori. We, we, we just, we know you as Lori, so we forget sometimes of course, to say Ludicrous Lori. We're, <laughs> we're good friends. We're That's good right. friends. <laughs> so, and Lori, you're not actually located in Denmark. Your home base is the Los Angeles area. So you're going to have to tell us why you were in Denmark and why you decided to go all the way to Denmark to see Weird Al. You know, he did get, have concerts in Los Angeles. I, I, Hope that's uh, yes. not, hope that's not news to you. <laughs> <laughs> we actually we did attend the Wiltern show, uh, okay. but yeah, we, we figured why not? Let he's performing in Copenhagen. Let's just go out there. Why not? <laughs> but the real story and by us, behind that's you and your husband Mike, right? That, that, yes, my husband Mike. Yes. Yeah, okay. Okay. Well, th- yeah. The real story behind that is my husband is a semiconductor physicist. And he works for a company that's based out of Lund, Sweden. So at the beginning of February, he had to go to Warsaw, Poland to accept a a tool, a semiconductor tool that they had purchased. So he was in Warsaw for a week, and then he had to go out to Lund to meet with the company he works with. And all of this was occurring a couple of weeks before my birthday. So I thought usually when he's in Europe, I'll join him out there. So we decided to do kind of a big trip. We ended up going to uh, Iceland actually for a week. So I, oh wow. Yeah, that's an entire story of its own. That was incredible. And yes, we saw the Northern Lights. I mean, we saw such a spectacular show of the Northern Lights. We visited volcanoes. We did so many wonderful things in, in Iceland before the show. And after that, we went back to Sweden and I realized with the way that the dates were uh, occurring, I realized that Weird Al was going to perform in Copenhagen around the same time that I was out there. So I actually extended my trip out a few days in order to go to the show. So, um, and I want to thank Weird Al. He was able to get us tickets to the show, nice. which was apparently sold out. So oh, I that that was just amazing and our seats were literally right in front of him about seven rows from the stage they were perfect but we'll get into that later but that's the reason why i was out in copenhagen 
when you reached out to Al and were like, hey, I'm going to be in Copenhagen, was he just like, okay, or was he like, what? <laughs> what was his reaction? <laughs> I gave him a little bit of, of, of a backstory. I mean, he's aware of what Mike does for a living and that he does travel quite a bit. Yeah. And, um, but I, yeah, I, I think he said, yeah, it'll be fun to see you in Copenhagen. That's so cool. In Denmark. <laughs> Especially like and, as he's kicking off a you know an international tour, it'd probably nice to see a familiar face. Absolutely, absolutely. And it was my first time seeing him at a show outside of the United States. I've never even seen him in Canada, so oh. this was really a treat for me too. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the first time I saw Al in Canada was only a couple years ago, and it is there's something special about uh, seeing Al international. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And, 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 and I think for me, just having, thinking back of when I knew him when I was young and, and, you know, how he started off now seeing him perform in this amazing concert hall in Denmark. Did I ever expect to see that? I don't know. I think that in my in the back of my brain, I thought, of course, he's going to be a major, major superstar <laughs> around the world. And yes, of course, I'll see I'll see him someplace in in the world. But it, it was it was exciting. It was absolutely exciting. And I'm just uh, I'm looking at the website for uh, the here. I got to look at my phonetic spelling. The DR Concertusa, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> it looks beautiful. That looks like a really cool venue. It is gorgeous. It, I, I'm not sure exactly when it was built, but it is fairly new. Okay. And it has that Scandinavian design, international architecture. It's, it's, it reminded me, inside, it reminded me of the Walt Disney Concert Hall. Oh, it was okay. classy, beautiful. Yeah, it, it was, and the, and the acoustics were great. Yeah, it looks very modern, very nice mm-hmm. looking place. Yeah, we actually, we actually, uh, you know, we, we, since we didn't have a car, we wanted to make sure that we had all the logistics down to get there. So we went into Copenhagen on Saturday and took the the various trains, the metro to get there. So we knew how long it would take and how easy it was to get there. And uh, yeah, we, we were able to walk around, take pictures outside and I mean, if anybody ever makes a trip out to Denmark and they want to see some show, definitely go there. It's definitely worth it. Now, when I think of Denmark, um, one of the first things I think of, because I'm a huge fan of Lego, is that Lego comes from Denmark. Did you see any kind of Lego stuff? I feel like when you land in the Denmark airport, there must just be like a thing that just says home of Lego. Yes, There has to be, right? There's more than one Lego store in the Copenhagen airport. And okay, here here I go again, changing the name of things. It's um, Kastrup, I think it is, the airport. But of course, we call it ketchup because it looks like ketchup. <laughs> yeah, so the ketchup. <laughs> it's actually my favorite airport to fly into Europe, so I shouldn't make too much fun of it. But they have more than one Lego store there. That's and so cool. when we were in Copenhagen, we did go to the Lego store. Oh, well. wow. Yeah. That's great. It's, again, another place worth the visit. Yeah. Wow, that's so cool. So aside from kind of getting a lay of the land and, and figuring out your, your path to the venue, is there anything else that stands out that you guys did uh, prior to the concert? 
Well, when we were at the Lego store, we specifically asked if they had any Weird Al figurines <laughs> from the Star Wars holiday movie. And th- their, their answer was no, but you know, that that's not a bad idea. Ooh. I'm surprised. I, I, I looked at the Lego store at the airport. I looked at the Lego store in Copenhagen, specifically for the two of you, because I thought that would be an awesome thing oh, to be able to send to you, but they don't exist. Awesome. So cool if they did that. <laughs> yeah, it should exist. <laughs> it should. We'll just have to live should, on uh, yeah. customs for now, custom Weird Al figures. Yes. <laughs> oh, I have to say, too, that one of the things we did, there's a place called Malmo in Sweden, which is one stop away from the airport. And you, uh, since we were coming from Loon, Sweden, we actually had to pass, pass through Malmo. And this will come up a little bit later on too, but they have a museum of yuck. Basically, they have a museum <laughs> wow. where you can go in and you could taste what they consider the worst tasting things around the world, <laughs> including Sustrumen, which is kind of a fermented rotten fish thing that's oh. popular in Sweden. Ooh. Yeah, it's, 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 uh, my husband's had it. I have not. I'm willing to try it. And I, I thought about doing the little, they, they give you a little card. And if you could taste everything on that card, you get a T-shirt. Oh, wow. Uh, I thought about doing it, but they have a lot of bugs. And I'm not really yeah. much into eating bugs. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. But I, I thought the thing that they had on the card, which was really surprising, they had root beer. And I said, root beer? I love root beer. Why is wow. that on here? Apparently in Europe, root beer is not very popular, as is Dr. Pepper. Again, something that they think, they, they don't understand Americans, how we could drink root beer, we could drink Dr. Pepper. I think that they both taste pretty good. So I don't get it. I have heard that, that uh, outside of the U.S., that's considered like a, a weird flavor, which is, mm-hmm. it is crazy to me too, because I love that uh, flavor as well. Wow. Yeah, that's news to me. Wow, that's yep. interesting. I guess, though, you know, they probably think a lot of things, yeah, maybe besides root beer and Dr. Pepper, there's probably a lot of other things that we eat that we think are strange and they just think are normal. So right. Mm-hmm. Right. That's, but yeah, that's, uh, I would, uh, I would have opted out of that challenge too as soon as I saw any sort of, bug, <laughs> any sort of insect. I would have been, nope. I'm yes. <laughs> Yeah, I'm in the same boat as you guys. Um, and I'm I'm just like, this, you know, talking about root beer makes me think of the song Albuquerque where, you know, of course the yes. air, air smells like warm root beer. And I, I would think to us hearing that as people who like root beer, it's like, that's not a bad thing. Like, oh, warm root beer. Okay, that's, you know. It's not ideal, but it's it's still yes. a decent, you know, it's, it's not an unpleasant smell. Yeah. Uh, but I would think, I guess internationally hearing uh, Albuquerque, they might have a different reaction to that song. I I, I was thinking that. I thought, <laughs> oh, everybody around here is going to think that Albuquerque st- stinks. Right. You know? <laughs> it, smells like it must stink. The putrid smell of uh, warm root beer. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it gives right. that a completely different <laughs> You know, different sort of. Yeah, I always thought that line to be uh, to be saying that Albuquerque smells pleasant, a good yes. place to visit. Nice, <laughs> exactly. Uh, nice comfortable comfortable smell in the air, but I guess yeah that that maybe that may be dissuading foreigners from coming to Albuquerque. <laughs> exactly. Oh wow, that's great. So then, what happens day of the show? Uh, let's hear okay, all about well the this. day. Yeah, the day of the show, 
we took the train from Loon to uh, Ketchup Airport and then got on the metro to the Doctor Concert Hall. <laughs> so the first thing we did, <laughs> I have to say it please, that way. Please tell me. Please tell me you call you after a while you started calling it the Doctor Demento Concert Hall. <laughs> I, <laughs> I hadn't thought of it that way. <laughs> I think I was thinking because my husband has a PhD and he's a doctor. Technically, I kept thinking, oh, it sounds like a scientific kind of place. <laughs> right. Okay. We could call it the Doctor Mike Concert Hall. That yeah, the Doctor Mike Concert Hall. There we go. <laughs> So when we got there, we um, I want to I want to mention too. I looked everywhere for any sort of flyers or programs. Again, for the two of you, thank you. There thank were you. none. There were none. There were no uh, pictures or anything like that. Except in the in the bathroom in the women's bathroom, there was a little thing that basically announced all the shows that were coming up. So they they did say Weird Al Yankovic. Um, on a little flyer in the bathroom. It's the best place to That's uh, it. Okay. promote Weird Alice in the women's bathroom. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what do you, exactly. Exactly. I mean, he kind of I mean, got I have to say, even going to Copenhagen, right? I didn't see anything. So, that's true, Dave. Say that again. He got, yeah, he got his start in the bathroom. So, I mean, you might <laughs> there as well you go. continue promoting him. <laughs> now, what is it? Uh, three... Three, four decades, 40 decades later, or four yeah. decades later. Yeah. It's appropriate. I mean, it worked, the four, it worked four decades ago. Let's, let's keep, let's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we got our tickets, and then the first thing we did is headed off to the merch table. Thank you. Because. That's the right thing to yes, do. Yes, because <laughs> somehow I, I, I believe I was made the official Dave and Ethan Mule. <laughs> For the concert tour? Well, you can't well, we didn't I quite am... call you the mule, but yeah. We, we no, I, I believe you did. One of you called me the mule. I, yes, I think. I did call her the mule, Dave. That had to be intern Frank. That had to be intern Frank. Oh, yeah. It was, yeah, he was yeah, using was my phone. That's something we would say. Intern Frank called me mule. Yeah. The mule. Here, I'm trying to look it up in uh, Danish. Uh, how to say mule? <laughs> uh, Moldier. Moldier. <laughs> um, yes. So as soon as we heard that you were were going there, Lori, uh, we knew that there was going to be some European exclusive merchandise, and we did Correct. ask for your help in acquiring. And uh, just want to take this opportunity to thank you yet again. How awesome of course. Uh, that that all was. And thank you again for uh, picking that up for us. <laughs> of course. Yes, thank you. So I was able to meet Marnie, who was fantastic. Yeah. And thank you for giving her the heads up of things that you wanted. Um, so I got everything together. And she said that she was a, a little concerned about some of the sizing because she said a lot of the items that were supposed to go on tour we're stuck in customs. Oh. Yeah. So okay. hopefully you got what you wanted or you needed. I'm hoping. But she did the best to accommodate what you what you wanted. And she also mentioned to me, she said, if they have a mule that will be going, you know, will be in <laughs> Australia, let them know that the merchandise is the same for the European tour as it is for the Australian tour. 
So I don't know if you did have a mule for Australia. <laughs> Come on, Lori. <laughs> what are you going to tell think? me or not? What do you think? <laughs> yeah, of course you had a mule in Australia. <laughs> and thank goodness we did because the merch ended up being slightly different. Um, okay. To Marnie's okay. surprise, yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Good. That's good to know. That is good to know. Oh, one thing I have to mention, when you're in Europe, especially Scandinavia, you must, 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 must always carry around a Greta bag. This is another thing that my husband and I coined the term of. It's your recyclable bag, because if you go anywhere and you purchase anything and you don't have a bag with you, they're going to really look at you with that that. Greta Thur- you know, Thunberg uh, look. You're like, you're killing the planet. Ah, okay. <laughs> so we both brought Greta bags with us so we can carry the merch back to our hotel. Excellent. So after we got Excellent. the merch. Smart move. Pardon? That, that, was, that was a good, good choice because we did, uh, I'm sure we told you to get one of everything. So yes. I mean, just carrying around that without any sort of bag would, uh, <laughs> would it be? <laughs> yes, exactly. That would have be been, quite a it would have been a, uh, a lot to, a lot to, uh, a lot to uh, maneuver with. <laughs> I, I just before so, we move on, I just want to give a shout out to um, who we affectionately called our Australian mule, but uh, Christina Rodriguez was uh, <laughs> oh, okay. was our friend in uh, Australia who was able to uh, find us uh, everything we needed. So just wanted to give her a shout out, uh, <laughs> lest Yay. she thinks we just call her mule now. <laughs> <laughs> Does she realize you call her mule? Did you tell jo- her that yeah, too? I think I think okay. uh, we joked around. <laughs> okay. So after that, one thing, I don't know if this is the same all over Europe, but I thought this was really nice. They have a, a coat check because I, as I mentioned, or as we're talking about, this is February 27th in Denmark. It's very, very cold. So we came in wearing our winter gear, our hats and gloves and mm. puffers and things like that. So oh, yes. we checked in our coats and this is an important detail later on but we checked our coats and and the merch in a coat check and then we went to our seats so as I mentioned we were in the seventh or so row perfect dead center everything was great and the interior was so beautiful it was so pretty inside and I have to say something too about the crowd the Danish crowd they were wearing Weird Al type Hawaiian type shirts. Oh wow! Oh nice. But they were very fashionable. It was <laughs> unbelievable. It's almost like we're going to like a Paris fashion show, and everybody's dressed in Weird Al gear. <laughs> they were just absolutely fashionable. Wow. Yes. I'm glad you said that. Yeah, because I was wondering if other countries do what I guess we do in in the U.S. and dress up for Al, but I guess it's just. That's just what they it do. is. Yeah, they do. And like I said, they pulled it off beautifully. Wow. Oh, that's great. <laughs> and I also want to mention, too, that there was, and there, I, we were talking to the people next to us. There was a man there who, he was from Denmark, and he brought his son there. So they also do the multi-generational Weird Al show sort of thing, too. 
And he he'd said he'd been a fan for quite some time. So he, he was introducing his son to the show. Oh, and cool. that was actually really nice. Oh, wow. Nice. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I am curious, do they, uh, you know, as you're going around and, and interacting with people, are they speaking, you know, fluent English? Is it easy to communicate? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's great. They speak English better than we do in some cases. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of curious about that too. How, uh, what was your gauge on the people that were at the concerts as far as uh, what sort of level of fandom were they at? Were they people who were familiar with Weird Al's work? Did they just see, oh, here's somebody who's coming in. Uh, he's going to be funny and, and, and uh, make us laugh or... Or is it uh, something in between? Like, or, or were they all Dave and Ethan and Laurie McMillan level fans? <laughs> I think that there could have been some people at that level. And I would say that most of the people knew exactly who they were seeing. And they were there to see a, a great show, especially based on how many people showed up in the VIP. There was a huge line. So I ah, think that they knew exactly okay. what they were in store for. But... I'll, I'll tell you a little bit more as we go through the, the show. But okay, great. Yeah, I, I, like I said, I thought that the, this crowd, the last show that I saw of Weird Al was at the Wiltern, and comparing the two, I felt that the vibe was very similar. Oh, cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Love that. So, <clears throat> so you get there. There's no Jeopardy to go to in Europe because the no. final Jeopardy was – in uh in detroit so um i have to assume that uh you were getting ready to see emo phillips correct yes and the show started promptly at 8 p.m and emo came out he wore a black and gold outfit again he looked very stylish he looked like he belonged to denmark (laughs) And, and do you know who uh, was? Did someone come out to introduce Emo, or did Emo just come out? Um... Somebody did, but I don't know who it was. I okay. don't. Yeah, unfortunately, I don't know who that was. I know you two would know. Oh, that was so and so. I want to say it was JW, but I'm not positive. I don't believe JW is on the yeah, not... European oh, tour. Okay. Okay, so probably not. Someone else. <laughs> Somebody else. Somebody else. Okay. But Nemo had someone introduce him. Then he came out uh, wearing what we affectionately call, or what Ethan affectionately calls, the Harlequin outfit. It sounds <laughs> yes. Like. And, yes. Uh, <laughs> Dave, you're not willing to gold. accept that name. It's only what I call it. <laughs> <laughs> That's I fun. just called the black and gold outfit because right. it looks black and gold to me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> now, uh, some some of the little fun things we like to do with Emo, and if you don't have this information, that's fine. Uh, mm-hmm. do, uh, we like to see if uh, on the on the American dates, and he, I think they were at the Will Turn. I'm not sure, but he had giant letters that were up on stage in front of his little microphone stand. At, at e and no. M and O. No, but I did have a note that there were three yellow bags. Oh. And I don't know what that meant. <laughs> I just have I have a note that says three yellow bags. That makes sense. He does, he I do recall at one point he started coming out with a couple bags and he would keep like mm-hmm. the uh, birthday card and stuff like that in there. Yes. 
Yes, and he did do the different greeting cards. One thing that was interesting, and this is uh, what the, the person next to me had, had asked about, he asked if Emo always speaks so slowly because he said that that was actually something that's really good for people who don't speak English as their first language. And I said, no, that's, that's his act. That's how he speaks. But it did help his jokes go over better, I think. And I found that the crowd was very receptive to his humor as well. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, yeah. It got a little dark towards the end, so I think people weren't exactly sure. <laughs> you know, should they laugh or not? But they, they were laughing. They were, they were very, you know, very receptive, and they seemed to really enjoy his show. And my favorite bit, I loved the whole thing with the jacket and the mic. and Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh, I love that. I could just sit there and watch him trying to work that out. And (laughs) yeah, that was fun. Yeah, his uh, his physical comedy is always uh, hilarious when he uh, incorporates Mm -hmm. that. Cool. Yep. Well, it sounds like uh, Emo had a great set, but I got to ask you, Lori, one more thing we like to track on the the uh, podcast is whether or not Emo Phillips had a water bottle with him. I don't recall the water bottle, to tell you the truth. I don't recall the water bottle. Sometimes it's a water bottle. Sometimes it's a box of water. Uh, There's, you know, there's variations in the the emo beverage situation. (laughs) I did not pick that up. And, And one thing I should say, too, they were very, very insistent of no pictures, no video. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. And for some reason... I don't know, maybe being in Europe, I I felt that that was something that they would definitely enforce. And the last thing I wanted to do was get, you know, get kicked out because I was taking pictures or taking videos. So unfortunately, everything that I have that I'm saying is in my brain. And some of it is a little bit fuzzy, unfortunately. I even tried to see if anyone had uh, maybe violated that rule and taken videos (laughs) or photos. I couldn't really find anything Uh on the Internet. Okay. That's definitely fair. I I, uh, <clears throat> I think I would be more willing to try and sneak a photo uh, or something if it was not <laughs> going to potentially land me in a foreign prison. So I think you made the right <laughs> choice. <laughs> yes. They would probably put me in a Lego prison. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> they would use Craggle to keep you in. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> And make me eat Sue Strummond. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, okay, so did Emo do about 30 minutes, would you say? Yes. Okay. Yeah, 28 minutes. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I have that. It ended at wow. 8.28. Wonderful. Um, yeah. And, you know, typically we would see then some intermission or did... Yes. Okay, so pretty typical. There was an intermission and Al's show started promptly at 9 p.m. Wow, cool. Oh, yep. okay. Nice. So they played Oh for uh, Fortuna, yes. a Carl okay. Orff song. Uh, yeah, so you're familiar with that. Yes, they started with that. Yep. And the band came on, and the first song they did was Lame Claim to Fame. Ooh, nice. Oh, yep. nice. Yep, yep. And some of the notes I have, um, so Al said that this was the second time he performed in Copenhagen. The first time was in 2015. Cool. And at this point, um, and this is 
after Lynn claimed to fame, one of the things I want, I, I, I actually had in my notes too during the song, apparently Ruben was playing the cowbell and I like that. Yeah. I like cowbell. So. <laughs> yeah. The cow- I did like that. So The cowbell is, mm-hmm. is certainly uh, a highlight of Lame Claim to Fame. I love that. Yes. Yes. So after the song, Al gave his warning about the unfortunate return of the ridiculously self-indulgent, <laughs> ill-advised vanity tour. And he said, these are deeply unpopular songs. He will not be playing his popular songs. And he... He he went about, I don't know, two minutes into this. You know, the warning was on the website. You have all been warned. And uh, <laughs> y- y- definitely a very, very detailed, long disclaimer about the show. <laughs> and oh, after that, it. he went into... Uh, when He went into Close But No Cigar. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, okay. So... And... I, uh, go ahead. Well, no, I... I uh... I guess uh, I'm wondering, you know, as he's giving this disclaimer, um, you know, it's certainly in the U.S. when he gives the disclaimer, um, you know, everyone speaks English. They should be should have known in advance what they were purchasing. Yes. But I guess mm-hmm. I would give more of a benefit of the doubt to people who, you know, English is not necessarily their first language. Did anyone seem upset or get up and leave when Al <laughs> explained that Eat It would not be played? Um, No, but... The, 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 the gentleman next to me said, so he's not going to be doing fad and eat it or, you know, the, the popular ones. I said, no, these are these are, you know, more of his original songs. And he said, well, they probably are good, too. I said, oh, yeah, they are. You'll enjoy it. Trust me, you'll enjoy it. <laughs> huh, wow. Stay so with it. That guy did not read the title of the tour. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently not. Apparently not. Before we get off uh, Close But No Cigar, though, uh we do have some uh, things that we like to uh, to keep track of. Yes. In close but no cigar. Yes. Uh, for example, we love to count how many times Weird Al hits the vibra slap. Seventeen. <laughs> you may have. Oh. Um, seventeen wow. times. Confirmed 17. with Mike as well. He counted seventeen. See, that's that's oh. very interesting. Okay. Because. Um, we were just saying on a previous uh, review bonus episode that um, he's been pretty consistent with doing 18. So it's interesting that uh, when you translate that into uh, Danish, that turns into 17, apparently. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> he lost a vibra slap on the, the way over to Europe. Somehow. <laughs> and I was counting it. I, I actually counted into my notes a little one, one, one. Sla- you know, one, one, right. one, one, slash, one, you know, and that's I'm ex- looking at it that's right exactly here and it's 17. Do. That's exactly what mm-hmm. I do. That's the only way. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Whereas I think Mike was counting on his fingers. Okay. Well, I'm glad yeah. that, you know. I usually count on my fingers too. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, I don't have 17 but, uh, fingers, so I write, <laughs> I write mine down, Dave. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I'm glad that All you right. uh, it, thought to count. Thank you, Lori. Yes, I knew that that was important. It is. So I specifically <laughs> said we have to count that. Incredible. Anything else? And I'm doing what you do as well, you know, describing the lights. Of course, the lighting package did not come to the European tour. So we right. had completely different lights. The lights were blue and green with sort of a triangular design. And oh, wow. um, 
And it was so pretty because there were hexagon shapes in the ceiling of the concert hall. So it just looked so nice. I mean, like I said, Scandinavian design everywhere. So cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, I wonder if they had a rig that they traveled with or if they just had to use the venue lights at each show. That's that's interesting. That's a good question. That is a good question. I didn't even think about that, that they would have a totally different set of, of lights and everything. But yeah, that's, wow. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> Incredible. Whole new challenge for uh, our, our friend Peaches. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now you have to follow them all over Europe and Australia. I know. I know we do. <laughs> oh, we wanted to. We wanted to. Okay. So then Al went into. Anything on close but no cigar? Or no. Get ready to move on. Okay. Yeah, moving on. Uh, so Al went through the band intro and he said that for John, he met him on the Dr. Demento show September 14th, mm-hmm. 1980. And it was the first time that John played the accordion case, but he still got the gig. And then he mentioned he he mentioned he met Ruben on Grinder. Did that and did that he met Jim and Did that pardon? joke go over the the Grinder joke in uh, Copenhagen? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. People seem to laugh, but okay. I that's a good question because I don't know if they okay. have Grinder in Europe. <laughs> I'm afraid to Google it, so I'll just uh, I'll let that one. <laughs> <laughs> and then he said he met Jim and Steve in 1991 on a princess cruise to Acapulco. And they were in the lounge wow. band, and they were kind of pathetic musicians. <laughs> I want to uh, take a pause and, and go back to uh, Bermuda's intro. Um, of course, you, uh, as we explored on the podcast, you were with Al earlier that day and you're with him, you know, when he was writing another one rides the bus, but you weren't actually in studio um, for another one rides the bus. When was the first time? Do you recall when you actually met Bermuda? Oh, that's a good question. Um, Because he wasn't necessarily a regular on the Dr. Demento show, but I met him shortly after that, I would say at Al's show. Cause I, or the shows he did, I for some reason, I remember seeing him at Knott's Berry Farm. Okay. That seems to be... Okay. One of their early shows as a band. That yeah, right. one of their early shows. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what was kind of nice is um, before the show started, I found a picture that Beefalo Bill had taken of Al and Damascus and I in Holy Jim Canyon that weekend when Al wrote Another One Rides the Bus, and I had shown it to the gentleman next to me. I said, yeah, I've known Al way back when, back in 1980, and I showed him that, and he thought that was pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Oh, cool. Yeah. That is really cool, yeah. So I want to have a shout-out to Beefalo Bill because I do keep that picture somewhat handy. Yeah. When people go, oh, how long have you known Al? I could say, that's me. (laughs) That's that's him right there. That's great. (laughs) <laughs> so you, uh, you know, when you consider everyone in that room in Copenhagen, I mean, obviously Al has been with his band for four decades, but you actually knew Al the longest out of probably everyone in Denmark. That is probably very true. I don't know if there's anybody else. Maybe, maybe, let's throw this out. Maybe in all of Scandinavia that knew Al or knows Al longer than I do. 
that's a that's a pretty cool thing, you know, just to be sitting that's a, there. That's a good statistic. Yeah. In a foreign country, it's like, you know, Al's wife's backstage and uh, Al's, you know, 40-year band is there. But it's like, no, I've actually mm-hmm. known him longer. Longer than all y'all. That is my lame claim to fame. It is not so lame. Not lame it's at all. It's actually pretty. Yeah. No, not, not at all. Not lame at all. Absolutely. <laughs> pretty stinking majestic. Yeah. Yes. There you go. <laughs> So how did the uh, version, the Princess Cruise to Acapulco a version of Dare to be Stupid go over in Denmark? I mean, I, they would be familiar with the album version, probably most of them. But what, were they were they surprised to hear a different a spin on Dare to be Stupid or how did that go? I don't think they were surprised. I thought that it went over very well. Oh, it great. was okay, good. It was fun. It was fun. Yes, and yes, they they did do the cruise cha 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 kind of version. <laughs> I think people really enjoyed that. That's so fun. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. And the cowbell. Yes. They brought the cowbell That's back right. for that. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, uh I'm sure you know Lori, I know you've you've listened to most if not all of our our bonus episodes. You've let us know. So, you know that hopefully we like to see if anyone raised their hand to volunteer uh did you notice if anyone did did you or mike raise your hand you know what he didn't ask that question he didn't ask for a volunteer no whoa at least i don't recall that i don't recall that so maybe he uh shortened the song or he missed the lyric or something is that what you, uh you're thinking because i know what you're talking about and i don't recall that it hap- it you know it does happen right when he right after he starts playing the cowbell so you could have been mesmerized I might have been I because <laughs> that was that was a pretty stinky majestic version of that song because I, t- I I would have said whether I held up my left hand or my right hand I would have made a note of that. <laughs> So no volunteers. All right, well, I guess we're going to have no. to assume that there's there's no volunteers in uh, Denmark, so or at least Copenhagen. So, Ethan, if you want to fly out to Copenhagen <laughs> and raise one of your hands, you can be the volunteer for Dare to Be Stupid. I, I you know, I'm hearing ab- about this, and I, I know that you know Denmark is a pretty advanced uh, culture, and uh, you know usually. Uh, the people there are generally pretty happy. I think they just have a uh, a stronger work life balance in uh, in in Denmark, and maybe they just uh, know when <laughs> when they don't have uh, the capacity to volunteer for uh, making mountains out of molehills. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so <laughs> dare to be stupid. Uh, sounds like it was yes. a great experience. Um, yes. What came next? Young, dumb, and ugly. And I'll start it off. Are you ready to rock? <laughs> and then these really nice circle lights came up. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, and okay. I, I have a note in here that at some point, Jim checks his phone and then takes a picture of the audience. Oh, wow. <laughs> During mm-hmm. the uh, the intro uh, of Al introducing? Yes. Oh, wow. Nice. <laughs> well, you know, it is a treat. I mean, these guys, they have played you know, Denmark before, they've played Europe before, but they don't get to do it that often. You know, they're in a, a very cool, I'm not going to even try this, Dr. Concert Hall uh, <laughs> place that sounds incredible. Uh, they're, uh, so I can imagine that uh, they would want to get uh, some pictures for their own personal uh, memories. That's pretty cool, though. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Yeah. 
So the next song, um, Al starts talking about uh, playing playing this next song on the Dick Clark special. Oh. Um, and John said the Dick Dick Clark celebrity ca- uh, cage fight beach party. <laughs> <laughs> kind of inter- interjected that <laughs> and so al goes through the whole thing about the inappropriate bleep the censorship ah. that you know um that oh ah, you yeah. can't say tongue kind of thing right <laughs> um so he basically you know let everybody know the whole story behind that and then he said we're going to do the uncensored version and he went <laughs> into that. one more minute no, I've definitely observed um, when Al tells that story, people are always laughing really hard. And when he announces oh, yeah. he's doing the, the uncensored version, people always get very excited. Is that your experience in Denmark? Yes. Yes. Same experience. Yes. That's cool. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. One thing that tends to happen also is when he gets to the actual line where he says, you know, I've cleaned all the bathrooms in Grand Central Station with my tongue, that usually yes. gets some sort of reaction. Did that get uh, the same sort of reaction? Oh, yeah. Everybody. Uh, yeah. People that. laughed. Yeah. Because yeah. he takes that little pause, a little pause right, <laughs> right before right. that. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, wow. That's fun. How cool to, to get to hear that song. Uncensored. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uncensored, yes. <laughs> and then we had drum solo. Wow. Ooh, drum solo. And I wrote that I heard two. Two beats? Oh. Two, two drum beats. <laughs> yeah, two hits, yes. I heard two. Wow, the, the people of, okay. uh, uh, of Copenhagen got really lucky. <laughs> They yeah, two not one, but two. <laughs> wow. Twice as much drum solo as usual. Right. Wow. Mm-hmm. And after that, he went into I'll Sue You. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. Huh. And the lighting was really, I, I, I made a comment, the lighting was really intense for this one. Yeah, usually a lot of flashing lights and it yep. sounds like they uh, they kept that same sort of uh, look as we saw in the States. Um <laughs> <laughs> That's such a fun song, and was the mm-hmm. uh, was the crowd into it? I I think so. I I think they were into all the songs, yeah. but yeah, I think they were. And I will I will uh, let you know, Dave, that when they got to the New Jersey part, I yes. booed. I booed very loudly. Yes. and I'm not sure, but yes. it, I I don't know if Al heard me, but it looked like he kind of looked <laughs> over, like what the are, are Dave and Ethan here? <laughs> And I'll tell you, too, the reason why I booed that, the reason why I booed the New Jersey part is my husband's company, the one in Sweden, was just acquired by a larger company based in New Jersey. And that's part of the reason why he was in Sweden, because the the people from New Jersey had flown out there and were meeting up with the, the Swedish people. And... You know, I thought, well, of course I'm going to boo this New Jersey part. My husband now works for a company based in New Jersey. <laughs> did your husband well, see, boo? see, New Jersey does not suck. <laughs> yeah, my husband did not boo. And I gave him oh. I gave him a little talking about that. I said, you need to support New Jersey now that you work for a company out there. <laughs> well, don't tell his boss that he did not boo, because I'm sure they would be <laughs> exactly. very offended. Exactly. <laughs> 
Yeah, he's meeting with Hopefully the CEO pretty soon, and I'm going to say, do oh. not tell him that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, we will not have uh, this episode come out until after the meeting with the boss, just in case. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. I do have well, to say, all, though, th- that... Th- thank you. Uh, yeah, okay. thank you, Lori, for uh, for supporting New Jersey and uh, more proof that New Jersey doesn't suck. Uh, exactly. And, uh, <laughs> you know, we're... we're <laughs> We're glad to have your husband's uh your your husband as a I guess a not really a resident but a uh, a working resident of New Jersey now. Correct. Correct. Don't say that too loudly or they're going to start taxing him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I I was going to say too that when my husband told his group that he was going to go see the Weird Al concert, the people who had come over from the US, they were all like, "Oh, Oh, I wish we would have known about it. That sounds like fun. I think that he could have probably brought along oh. <laughs> four or five people <laughs> to the show. But they thought that that was pretty stinking majestic that, ah, yeah. you know, we, we were seeing Weird Al in Denmark. They like that. That's cool. Instant cred with the new new company. I think so. I think so. Especially when they said, well, why are you seeing Weird Al in Copenhagen? And my husband said, well, Lori's like an old friend of Al's and, and, you know, Al and his wife, Suzanne, were at our wedding and, you know, we've remained friends with them. And so, yeah, definitely instant credibility. <laughs> what if that company uh, acquired uh, Mike's company just because they knew about your connection to Al and they're just super fans? <laughs> that could be. It could very possibly be. <laughs> Let's just go with that. Let's ride with yeah. that. I, I like it. I like it. I do too. And I have to ask. I have to ask this, and I think I know the answer, but I have to ask anyway. Besides you, Lori, was there anybody else in Copenhagen who uh, stood up and booed along with you? No, I was a lone oh. voice in the crowd, <laughs> a loud lone voice in the crowd. But I was. I. I. I, I think that people were probably wondering why I did that. But. <laughs> I wonder if the people in uh, in Sweden are, are just they they are not Sweden. I'm sorry, Denmark are just thinking like, oh well, I guess all Americans are super sensitive about <laughs> any <laughs> negativity. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> that's great. I think that's yeah. something we need to promote uh, over in uh, Denmark and and rest of Europe is that uh, New Jersey is a good place. So I think you uh, you were on the right track by doing that. Help yes. you wherever you can, Lori. I personally love New Jersey. I do. I've had a lot I do of too. Yes. <laughs> it gets it gets a bad rap sometimes. But yeah, I, I like New Jersey. So then Al said that they were gonna do something they've never done live before. And they did a drum solo reprise. <laughs> so Al did I mean Al, John did his my drum solo, a.k.a. like yes. my Bologna, like instead of my Bologna, my drum solo. He did that little bit. <laughs> I'm sure Al was thrilled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then they went into Dog Eat Dog. Ooh. Ah. Ooh. And that was fun. I like that. I, I don't recall seeing that live. I don't think they did that in Wil- at the Wiltern. I don't believe they did, but... I like the choreography. I like the um, 
Dave, you know, obviously the David Byrne choreography that right. Al does during the song. Yeah. But that yeah. was fun. And how was the lighting for Dog Eat Dog uh, there? Generally, when he did in the United States, there was what I would call bouncing lights where there were white white lights that were on one side of the stage and they would bounce to the other side of the stage and sort of give a weird, uh, very cool looking lighting effect uh, the way they lit the band. Was there any sort of that type of lighting going on? No, I don't recall that at all. Mm -mm. Okay. Again, part of the European lighting package yeah or not no it's understandable yeah right yeah and then al got out his harmonica and started talking about you know 2002 is a palindrome year (laughs) and you know what else is a palindrome bob (laughs) and then they went into bob i bet to i bet to people who are not as familiar with the english language bob just sounds like a completely like sensical song like yeah this is what all americans say <laughs> these are sentences they all use <laughs> mm-hmm. and after bob al picked up the accordion and he asked how many people knew about the jungle cruise ride at disneyland Ooh. so mike and i we huh. both cheered and waved our hands and <laughs> al said yeah well, yeah i guess about 17 of you know about this <laughs> so he went into a long description of the jungle cruise and what that's all about Uh and then went into the song skipper dan i do have a little aside and i don't think that this is actually anything related but i'm not sure if you're aware that whimsical will of the dr demento show he worked at Disneyland, and one of the rides he worked was the Jungle Cruise. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Hey, wow. Yep. So I kept thinking, oh, is this a nod to Whimsical Will or not? I don't think it is. I don't know. Just an interesting coincidence. That is really uh, fantastic. I had never known that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he worked Jungle Cruise. He worked Pirates of the Caribbean. And I believe he also... at. I know those two for sure. He may have also worked Haunted Mansion. But I know Jungle Cruise and, um, oh, I think it's Space Mountain. Oh, okay. For some reason, I'm remembering. I I could be wrong. And if Will is listening, he might say, no, I didn't do Space Mountain ever. (laughs) But definitely Jungle Cruise. Definitely Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, man. I I bet that's a fun job. I bet it's a lot of Mm -hmm. fun. You know, despite knowing yeah, I learned all... knowing the horrors that Al describes in, in Skipper Dan, I, I bet it is fun, at least for a little yes. bit. Yes, exactly. Especially with all the, all the different puns and the jokes oh, yeah. and things like that. Yeah. Yep. Now, unfortunately, there were no waterfall lights because okay. that lighting package wasn't there. That's fair. But there were really pretty Scandinavian design lights okay. that happened. Nice, nice. Yeah. And then after that, they went into, um, Al started playing accordion, and he started playing the Haunted Mansion music. And that brought us into Nature Trail to Hell. Oh, very nice. Very nice. nice. Yep. And the scream you hear, that was John. Good. So John John screams during that. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know for a little bit he was using a recording. I'm glad uh, I'm glad Bermuda was using uh, his actual voice. His own, his own <laughs> voice, yes. Did Al, 
I, I just wanted to ask, I know you, you mentioned like the, uh, the, the harmonica and, um, the cowbells and stuff did, uh, did Al use the, uh, ratchet? Was that with him in Europe? You know, oh my goodness. I know what you're talking about because I, I remember him using that, but I'm trying to think if I'm thinking of the Wiltern or if I'm thinking of this show, but he probably did. Okay. He probably did. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. bet you would have noticed if he hadn't. I bet that would have been mm-hmm. stuck out. You'll be happy to know that the next song he did, CNR, which he does do the whole intro about uh, famous people yes. and you know <laughs> who the greatest person uh-huh. is. Um, he did do that. He played the jingle dingle. Ah. Yes. Ah, there it is. I did write that in my notes. He played the jingle dingle. Because I love that. I love the jingle dingle. It's easier to remember. I love the jingle dingle. Mm -hmm. One of the greatest things that come out of these uh, bonus episodes is the red rum to Goody and the jingle dingle. (laughs) Yes. No red rum uh, let's see, Red Rump Takuti, right? Yeah. Is that it? A, red Rump Takuti, yes. yes. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's a, no Red Rump Takuti in, in Copenhagen. Nah. I was no, hoping. no. Okay, well, maybe some other time. <laughs> so at this point, John leaves the stage, and Al says, you know, he had a lead because he's bidding on eBay Something about a soupy sales item, and I, I wrote on top of my notes. Probably a Funko Pop. Soupy sales Funko Pop would be my guess. It could be. I. I. It looks like I wrote cool rhythm section, but it, I don't know if that makes any sense. I wrote on top. I scribbled on top of my notes at this point, and then they go into "You Don't Love Me Anymore." Very cool. Mm-hmm. Nice. So the next. Um, the next song, Al's talking something about the doors and a cassette tape from John Ooh. from the 1967 Whiskey Show. Um, he kind of yeah. goes into that. And they go into Craigslist, an ex- the extended version where he calls his mom. And I thought it was kind of fun, <laughs> you know, watching Steve play the keyboards with Ruben during that yeah. song. I love that. Yeah, that, yeah. That, was, that was cool. And the... Coffee shop. I thought it would be someplace in Copenhagen, but it was the coffee bean on San Vicente. Oh, interesting. Oh, interesting. Wow. Yeah. That is a rare version to get to hear. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Live, at least. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the original. They heard the original. I guess he didn't want to have to learn how to say any uh, Danish words. <laughs> right. Uh... <laughs> I'm surprised because. It, it, there, there's, well, let's see. There was a lovely little um, coffee shop that I went to in Malmo. He could have said he was in Malmo and went to this beautiful little uh, coffee shop that, unfortunately, the name eludes me, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I could say that we so went th- there. There's... Are there like are there Starbucks out there? Dunkin' Donuts is is that like something you could you could find out there or are they just not really, really no definitely okay. no dunkin donuts and i don't recall seeing any starbucks everything is very um more of the you know no the non-chain type places okay yeah okay makes sense which again would be fun because you name some little place that yeah hopefully right. <laughs> some of the crowd would know 
So I have... I have notes about baby shark and rotten lungfish. <laughs> and I don't know if that was during Craigslist or if that was before the next song. That sounds like something that would happen during the phone call. Something during Craigslist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome. And then they all came back, and or I, not they all came back, they, they're already back. Um, they went into good old days. Excellent. Yeah, Steve okay. went yeah. back to his uh, his normal spot and uh, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, cool days. Great concert so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then Al, ta- you know, he talks about the film um, that unfortunately, um, because the uh, we're talking about the, the Weird Al biopic at that time, it wasn't released in um, you know. In Europe, oh, okay, you know, through the whole oh, Roku right. thing yeah, or yeah, yeah. something like that, and I don't know if if somebody had mentioned like getting some illegal copy or if he said something about that, but he called them hooligans. <laughs> <laughs> people were getting some sort of illegal copy of that. I love that. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then he went into Albuquerque. Wow. Surprisingly. Wow. Yes. Wow. Yep. Yep. Incredible. So again, you know, we we're talking earlier about root beer and um, you know, the right. smell of root beer and wondering if people were like, wow, that's not such a good thing. I am pleased to say <laughs> when he went through all the different donuts, he said lingonberry, which is <laughs> huge, a huge uh Scandinavian berry, oh, of course. Wow. If he wants to add, this is a Lori's suggestion, if he wants to add something else that would be popular out there, he could say Cloudberry. That could be something that he could add. Cloudberry. Well, I think that that deserves a a little musical interlude. Lori's. Oh, wait. (laughs) Frank, you hit the wrong button. (laughs) Lori's. I, I've never heard of a cloudberry, but I, I love that. I, yeah, what is a cloudberry? Yeah, they're good. Berry? They're very good. And they're popular out there, Are too. Are they, they some sort of fruit? or? It is a fruit. It's like a little they're... yellowish, um, like a yellowish orange kind of uh, berry. And okay. it reminds me of something that people, some people out there might know of. The, the taste is somewhat similar to a loquat. So let's take something that people don't know and compare it to something <laughs> that people don't know. But it reminded yeah, me of a little either. bit of a loquat. <laughs> yeah, they would kind of appear on the side of whatever you're ordering, a you know, little, huh. little oh, dabble there of cloudberries on the side of your plate. All right. well, and he, and, and Al went through the whole part. Yeah, now there's no excuse why he can't get up to 27 different donuts because uh, he's got Cloudberry, he's got uh, some of Ethan's suggestions, the Frankenberry, the Booberry. I mean, there's more. It's the Smogberry. Yeah. You know, there's yes. certainly plenty that he can uh, he can piece together to get up to 27 donuts. Yes, and, and I have to say Mike counted 25. Ah, uh, okay. So pretty typical. He counted 25 okay. donuts. Typical Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. And he did go, th- go through the whole explanation of the uh, herm- hermaphrodite thing and, you know, that <laughs> yep. sort of thing. And, and he did the, the, the thing where he loses track of where he was and has to <laughs> okay. start the whole song again. So uh, that's fun. I like that. that. That's a lot of fun. Yeah, that is fun. And with that, the show ended. 
And I have, you know, Al had his towel, John was wiping his windows, <laughs> Stephen Rubin sat on the stage. And, and then I have something about like Jim, like screwing something in a door. Does that make sense? Again, I was kind of writing over my notes. Huh. Yeah, sometimes he's like tuning wow. his guitar. Sometimes he's just sort of, he lost, loses his pick uh, inside the guitar. So maybe, uh, was there a door on stage? No, unless he was doing something on John's, you know, like with the the windows or something. Let me. Interesting. Yeah, I have something about. Let me look at that. Yeah, it looks like I wrote door, but it's hard to say. Well, I I know uh, that I can relate to you uh, not knowing what you wrote because. <laughs> that, I have heard you say that before. That happens I can't every read time. my my writing. It is oh, it's, all the time, it yes. is difficult to write in the dark. I could say that. Well, you're writing in the dark. You're trying to write fast because mm-hmm. you know you're you know sometimes trying to write down a quote and then you know he's talking fast. You don't want to miss what he's saying while you're writing. So yeah. it's uh, yeah, it's tough. And you're trying to pay attention to what's going on up on stage. You're, exactly. You're to see the concert as well. Yeah. Yep. Totally understandable. And then came the encore. So the song that he did for all of us was Billy Idol's Rebel Yell. Oh, and cool. And it oh. was awesome. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. It was so great. That's really uh, funny because the last uh, show that I went to, the last <laughs> one before your show, I got to hear Rebel Yell, and it was wonderful. I, I really enjoyed mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. And then he came out, and he did his medley. Amish Paradise, Smells Like Nirvana, White Nerdy, Word Crimes Yoda, yeah. and they did the whole Yoda chant thing. Awesome. <laughs> At some point, uh, somebody brought bongos to John. Okay. Oh, I have a note that says yes, Hawkeye okay. brought bongos to John. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> wow, cool. Hawkeye, you know, Hawkeye may have been the person who introduced Emo at the beginning. Okay. Would that make sense? Potentially. Yeah. It's possible. <laughs> That's awesome. Cool. Yep. So the show ended at 10.53 p.m. And the okay. ushers were very polite, but very insistent that everybody leave the theater. Now, usually I hadn't, where we had our after show passes. Right. And usually we're told, stay in the theater and then they'll escort us to wherever we had to go. Right. But we didn't have that option. And also uh, because we, need, we knew we needed to go to, to the coat check to get our coats, we had to make sure we got that before they closed. And that's an important little thing to remember because when, when we've done the after show, uh, little, um, um, what am I trying to say? Meet and greet. Greeting. By the time we're done with that, usually most of the people in the theater are gone. So we thought, you know, if we don't get our merchandise, we don't get the coats at this point, we're not going to be able to get them again. So we went right. out, got our coats, got the merchandise. We tried to go back in the theater, but they wouldn't let us. They were very polite, but very insistent, oh. like I said. And then there was a lot of confusion about where we needed to go. We were showing them the passes and they said, well, go down to that little room over there. And I said, so are you sure that's the right place? Because they started setting up the whole VIP thing with the backdrop for the pictures. And I said, we're not VIP. We have 
these other passes. And they kept saying, no, you were in the right place. I don't believe that the people who were telling us this were part of the tour. I think that they actually worked at the theater. Right. Okay. So, yeah, they, right, they, yeah. they told us, go to this particular room. And we were the first there. So we thought, okay, well, we'll hang out here for a while. And at some point, they started setting up red ropes. And they put this, these red ropes just around the two of us. And then we looked out and we saw the VIP line that there were, I don't know how many people were in that line. I would say probably over a hundred, it looked like there was a huge line, but we thought, why are they roping us off? Is it because we're the Americans in the group? I I don't know. But it's like, they put us in a box and then they had everything set up for the photos and Al came out. And when he came out, he kind of looked at us and he was surprised to see us, but surprised to see us there, I think. Yeah. And I think he said, what are you kind of like, you know, what's going on? What are you doing here? I said, I don't know. They told us to be here. And we had a few minutes to speak, but we had to be mindful of the long VIP line. So, um, you know, we were able to thank him for the tickets and tell him it was so great to see him and the show was great and all that. And then afterwards, they actually pulled us aside and took pictures of us. We were the first in line. So we had VIP pictures taken. And thanks to Ethan, you helped us find out where those photos were. So we actually have, (laughs) we we have, you know, uh, copies of them now. So thank you. (laughs) But I I was kind of sad because I I did want to see uh, John. I wanted to see Suzanne. Yeah. Um, But... It's interesting because I actually saw John at a Dr. Demento birthday party a few weeks later, and he said that there really wasn't much going on for the after show kind of thing. So, um, yeah, I can, I, and even then, uh, it probably, pardon? Yeah, I was just going to say, I can imagine it's probably a little confusing uh, trying to get some of that stuff going when they're in Europe and traveling all the time and sharing a bus. I'm sure it's it's uh, complicated, Yeah, extra complicated. I. I think they had to get on the bus pretty pretty soon after the show too. Yeah, I, that makes sense. Right. I, I want to interrupt, yep. uh, and I, I I'm very thirsty. So, uh, Dave, I don't know if you want to join me <laughs> in a Coke Zero solo. Can I join you with a Dasani <laughs> water bottle solo? Absolutely. Absolutely. All, all right. right. Let's all three of us three of us do this together. On my count of twenty seven. One, two, twenty seven. all right um and also i want to take this moment to say uh we've heard uh pretty much everything about the concert and we also did hear about the the vip but i don't want to forget that dave probably has a pick of the night and uh i would like to take a moment to write down what my prediction is um, now that I've heard okay. Lori describe every song, um, so <laughs> okay. Well, while, while you do that, I'm, I'm gonna uh, help other people who might be looking for their after-show pictures still at this late date. The address is onlocationas.smugmug.com, and then you can filter your way down through and find your your concert whether it's the 2022 or 2023 dates uh and i'm actually looking at the picture of you and mike uh right now Lori, and that is a great picture of the three of you <laughs> thank Al's you got his arm around your 
your shoulder and and Mike as well. Oh, that, that's a wonderful picture. That is a great picture. <laughs> Thank you. And I and I can see what you mean about the heavy coats. You guys yeah. have on some nice uh, winter. <laughs> and coats those there. weren't even the heavy coats. There were heavy <laughs> oh, coats okay. that went over that. <laughs> there were puffers that went over what we were wear- wearing, actually. <laughs> Now, uh, I, I feel like I heard uh, from other people that there was no screen uh, blocking you in the VIP. Is that no. your experience? Mm-mm. Cool. No, no. Everybody's healthy in Scandinavia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Dave, I do have a All prediction right. for what your pick of the night is. Um, Lori, do you want to also write down a prediction for what you think Dave's going to choose? Let's uh, see. That's going to be a tough one. You don't have to yeah. literally write it down as long as you're honest if you get it wrong. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not going to audit you. Don't worry. Uh, oh, boy. And I guess at the oh same boy. time, Dave, you need oh to boy. you need to pick your... Uh... I, I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. <laughs> oh, boy. Jeez. It's a tough one. There, there's some uh, some bangers. It is. It is tough. I think I, think I, I, think I have one that... I think yeah. All right. Well, all right. Uh, should I go through my honor my uh, my my top three and then uh, yeah, narrow it down to couple, the one? Yeah, your uh, your couple okay. options. Contenders. All right. Well, contenders, contenders. Uh, hmm. I'm gonna have to. Uh, I think I'm gonna have to throw in "Nature Trail to Hell." It is one of my favorite songs. Uh, that's for sure. Um, I'm definitely. I'm gonna have to throw in a uh, the Rebel Yell by Billy Idol. I know we just talked about that on a recent episode, but I have not seen that one on this tour, at least uh, in person. So I don't know if I if I would have gone to one of those Ethan only shows with you, Ethan, and seen it. Maybe I wouldn't have uh, thrown that on the list again. And then the other one I gotta throw on the list is I'll sue ya. Because uh, <laughs> just to see Lori standing up and screaming at the top of her lungs, boo, being the only person <laughs> in the theater would have, would have been a – well, I would have done it with you. Trust me, Lori, but, uh, <laughs> if I was there. But uh, just, just the, the visual of Lori being the only one in the theater yelling, boo, at the top of her lungs uh, is, is sealing the deal for me. So I think I've got my, uh, I think I've got my pick, intern Frank, whenever you're ready. All right, Frank. It's Dave's pick of the night. Dave's pick of the night. He's going to go with oh, wait. Lori standing oh, wait. up and screaming at the top of her lungs. Oh. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. I was just forgetting the order of <laughs> operations. Go ahead. Lori's <laughs> standing up, screaming at the top of her lungs, supporting her husband's brand new uh, company location and supporting me and everybody else here in New Jersey. I'm going to go with I'll sue you as my pick of the night. Yay. That's what I picked too for you. Yay! Yay! <laughs> All right, Dave, you ready for my song? Yes. It's Ethan's prediction of Dave's pick of the night. I did not get it right. I said Rebel Yell. I thought you would have uh, chosen ah. Rebel Yell, uh, <laughs> but at least it was a contender. Um, and <laughs> I did get a note from uh, from intern Frank I know last time we figured out that you did not catch Rebel Yell at all on the the tour, at least up until this point. Um, and uh, the only other time I believe it was played was in Carmel, Indiana, 
in the uh, 2018 tour. Oh. So were you at that show? <laughs> no, I definitely was, I've never seen a show in Indiana, so I can safely say I've uh, not was at not at that show. So you un- unfortunately, I guess, uh, had only ever heard yeah, it uh, as a recording. Live. Yeah, I've only ever heard it on the. Uh, the uh, well, the, the old Stitcher shows yeah. that are no longer around. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, wow. So, uh, Lori, you got that correct. I did not get it correct. Yeah. Um, but that that uh, now that I think about it, I should have uh, I should have considered. Uh, <laughs> you know, Dave's been extra uh, defensive about New Jersey lately, so that makes sense. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, all in all, uh, Laurie, how would you uh, rate the concert? You know, did you have a, a pick of the night? Um, I did. I did. Um, cr- Both Mike and I have picks of the night. Oh, so should Dave and I okay, try and here. guess? Oh, I think you should guess. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. All right, all right, all right. Uh, mm. Okay, so Laurie and Mike, I'm putting an L and an M to, to designate. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're two different songs. Okay, well, oh, it's okay. a, a bit of a spoiler, but okay. It doesn't have to be. Okay. It doesn't have to be. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow, that's, that's, a, that's mm. a tough one. That's tough. Oof. I know over these years of knowing Dave, I, I, I tend to, to to start to figure out the types of things that he likes, but I, I don't know as much um, about uh, yours or, or Dr. Mike's personal preferences when it comes to Weird Al concerts. Um, so I'm going to take a, uh, I guess, not so educated guess uh, for each of you and, and uh, <laughs> write down my, my, uh, my thoughts. Um, All right. Let's see, and Dave, uh, you're gonna also uh, take a stab at this. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess as well. Okay, okay. Um, all right. So uh, we've written it down, Lori. If you'd like to reveal it, we'll pl- okay. We'll play the uh, play the, the theme song. The theme song. All right, let's play the theme song for Lori. <laughs> Lori and Mike's pick of the night. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lori. Okay, so mine was Dog Eat Dog. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I, I just, I like the choreography in it. I, I, I like the hand motions and You did say that. that. You did say that. Okay. Yeah. You did say that. Okay, yeah. And Mike's was... Dr. Mike? Dr. Mike's was Albuquerque because he loves ah. donuts. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's see what Ethan and Dave's guesses were uh, with our theme song. Okay. It's Ethan and Dave. Lori and Mike's. (laughs) All right, uh, I'll go first. Lori, I guessed uh, Albuquerque. But for you, not for Mike, and for Mike, I guess uh-huh. I guess Bob. So I, I'm completely oh. off. Um, <laughs> Dave, how did you do? Well, uh, I fared a little bit better than you did. I guessed uh, one more minute for Lori, and I correctly guessed Albuquerque for Doctor Mike. Wow! Yay! <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> How does it feel, Dave, to to have to guess someone's uh, pick? There's a lot of pressure. It is. A lot of pressure trying to to, to 
guess somebody else's pick, especially for a show that, that neither of us were at. But, you know, like Lori did an excellent job filling us in on all the details, but that makes it even tougher not getting to see or hear any of the, uh, the stuff going on. Oh, wow. Well, Lori, you told us all about yes. uh, about the show and, and uh, before and after. Is there anything else uh, as part of the review that you wanted us to know? Uh, not really. I think we really covered it. I mean, yeah. um, I think the only thing that, you know, uh, was left is after we left the theater, we went up to the metro station and we were told by the security guard there that the train is coming, but to be... Um, mindful that it's going to be really, really crowded because the concert just let out. I said, oh, yeah, well, we just came from the, that concert, the Weird Al concert. <laughs> and he's kind of looking at us strange. He said, no, Robbie Williams, you know, and we, we the, the train arrived and it was packed. It was completely packed, a.k.a. another one rides the bus. I mean, it was so packed. And the security guard just came up behind us and shoved us into oh, the train oh, like they man. do in oh, Japan. Wow. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was exactly like that. We were just packed like sardines wow. uh, in this metro train. <laughs> but everybody was having a great time at the, you know, coming from the Robbie Williams concert that we weren't at. Yeah. Um, I guess it could have been, you know, it, it was interesting because um, Saturday when we went into Copenhagen, when we were coming back, we were on another train that had a lot of concert goers and they were coming in from the Eurovision Song Contest, the finals oh, for Sweden. Okay. Which had I known had I known that that was going on, we would have definitely had been, had been there. Yeah, I hear that. I would a have big loved event. to have said yeah. And I, I just But that was uh, I wanna just give apologies in advance, but uh, I have no idea who Robbie Williams is. I looked him up and I still don't know. <laughs> I read his bio. <laughs> He's from the pop group Take That, and I've never heard of that either. So uh, I don't know what those people were doing not going to the Weird Al show. Maybe it was sold you know, out. I don't and either. It's and, their second choice. <laughs> and, you know, Dr. Mike didn't know who Robbie Williams was. And I said... He's an English singer. I, I, I said, Trevor Horn produced him. I said, how do you not know this guy? And yeah, <laughs> Dr. Mike didn't know who, who he was either. <laughs> Well, it's I don't even have to say this. It's it's pretty safe to that our listeners already know that I have no clue who Robbie Williams is. <laughs> well, you're in the same boat as Mike. Yes. I, uh, I would have chosen the Weird Al concert uh, for yeah. sure. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I think me too. Probably I would. I think you yeah, made the definitely. right choice going to Weird Al. <laughs> Uh, well, awesome, Lori. Thank you so much for not only going to Denmark and uh, reviewing the show with us, but, uh, of course, thinking of us all the way, you know, looking for, for stuff to help uh, pad our collections and picking up our merchandise and, and uh, transporting it across borders back to the United States for us <laughs> and uh, taking such detailed notes. I mean, uh, Dave and I uh, are used to it at this point, but it, it's it's a lot to uh, to take uh, highly detailed notes as you've done, and uh, we really appreciate that attention to detail. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And if it if the opportunity ever comes up again, I would love to do this. Awesome, yeah, it would be great to uh, to get to review another show with you at some point. It would be fun. 
Lori, we really appreciate you joining us for this this review. And uh, if anyone is curious, of course, you can check out our interviews with Ludicrous Lori. 2000inch.com is the best way to find those. And uh, we can also follow you on Twitter, uh, Lori OG. That's L-O-R-R-I-O-G on Twitter. Uh, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you both. It was such a pleasure. That was Dave and Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast, ridiculously self-indulgent bonus episode, 49 centimeters. I've got a date with a bottle of root beer and a cloudberry danish. Oh, I just thought of another pastry that Weird Al could say during Albuquerque. <laughs>